Hey, this is David. I'm the host of Real Talk with Ramos, and this is our podcast. Hope this encourages you, hope this empowers you, and this will move you to new levels in your life. Hey, this episode, we have a very close friend of mine, Yami Toro, and she has been a close friend for years now. You're going to see her heart as she's very authentic with this podcast. Some questions even catch her off guard. We talk about singleness. We talk about relationships. We talk about some core issues that, as college students, it's important for us to discuss. All right, guys, enjoy the talk. You know, we're ready to get the show started, and we're going to start off our first question, Yami. Yes. It's a little bit about SUFTL. You come in here as a new student. What's one thing you had to learn to, you, you know, be able to adjust to new people around the campus? Um, one thing I had to learn is that different people um, have different love languages. They respond to things in different ways. Um, that's really, really important. We have to know what, what people get offended by, what people are sensitive to just at the beginning so that we don't cross any lines and that if they have a moment where they're down, we can really comfort them in a way that won't. Uh, make them feel attacked, but will make them feel loved. So that's definitely something that I needed to learn first coming here to SUFTL. What's some things that in your tenure, you've been here for about five, six months per se, you mm -hmm. know? Um, what's some things that you already learned just coming to here? I learned that, <laughs> to be honest, I learned that a Christian university isn't all that <laughs> cracked up to me, <laughs> but not in a bad way. Um, there's... You know, just because we're Christian doesn't mean we're not people and we go through things and it's tough. It is. It's tough, but um, we endure it and at the end of the day, it's the love for Jesus and the love for serving people and um, loving on people that gets us through it. So. Definitely, definitely. So Yami, how have you had to um, adjust coming from such a immersed uh, church environment where you were at Trinity, where you were in all the time, you were everywhere to just kind of being this new person at church and volunteering 24-7? Um, definitely different. Um, being at my home church, I was um, doing a lot of stuff and I wanted, uh, and I did it just, just to volunteer, just out of the love of my heart. Now it's like a, it's, it's similar, but it's definitely a bigger church. It's definitely a lot more ministries. It's definitely like, I can't be in all these ministries at once because it'll just be overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely different. Um, I've had, definitely had to get adjusted with everything. But it's it to really get to know a ministry so in depth is something that I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to do because just volunteering and skimming over it, you don't really get the real like behind the scenes stuff that you do when you work in a ministry so exclusively. Mm. So it's definitely great. Getting that behind the scenes stuff, does that make you appreciate a little bit more about the ministry? And what is that behind the scenes stuff that some people out there who want to do ministry maybe? are a little unaware and blindsided too? Um, well, a lot of people are definitely unaware that it's a lot of work. It's way, it's definitely not just a Sunday, Wednesday thing. It's like an all around, like your life thing. Like you're devoted, you're, you're committed. And um, I mean, it's definitely not what I thought it would be, but it's better, I feel like, because you have to, you have to know all these different areas. So like, if you want to be hired somewhere, like in the future, let's say, um, you just can't go in there knowing the basic skim of things. You like you have to be willing to like really know the media side of it, know the like personal side of it, know like the 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 conversation side of it. Just everything you have to be willing to learn all of it. So um, those things are definitely things that I've been learning and I've been really enlightened by and really like almost humbled. Like wow, like this is this is a lot of stuff, but it's worth it for sure in the end because we're reaching people. So. Yeah, it's worth it for sure. Um, what would you say would be some of the things you see 
and what's some people that you warn against um, trying to do ministry, but would you say that it has to be a calling for you to be here and for you to really get through it? Like you really have to be, this is something you have, like you got to be called to? Yes, um, 100%. Um, <laughs> I definitely believe that if this is not something that you see yourself doing, um, that you probably shouldn't be doing it only because these are people's like lives, souls. Like this is people's, you know, a lot of the times you could be someone's Bible. You can be the only person that connects them to God. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be devoted to it. You have to be, um, you have to do whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? And you can't be afraid. Now that's not saying that, you know, there's, there's always going to be doubts. There's always going to be questions. There's always going to be things like, Oh, I don't know. Like we're young, we're going up. We're in college. We don't know who we are. There's identity problems and stuff like that. But we have to keep refilling ourselves with the Word of God and keep just absorbing it so that we can pour it out on people. Um, but, yeah. yeah. What's some, um, just in your personal life, what's some doubts and uh, maybe even if you want to share if you came through some identity problems in the past, um, to share with our listeners and how you've gotten through those? Um, I mean, we all have identity problems at some point in our life. Um, maybe some don't, but, you know, I definitely have. Um, not knowing who you are, not knowing who you are in Christ specifically, because um, sometimes we just go through life and we just do things just to do them because other people do them or um, try things out because other people try them. And we don't really know who we are or what we stand for. But in the Bible, it's clear, you know, the things that God instructs us to do. And those things are not to punish us or to make us feel um, inadequate or unqualified, but to make us feel peaceful and joyful. Mm. And um, there are definitely things that we need to look towards, and uh, it'll definitely make us better people. <laughs> for sure, for sure. What do you think is, uh, what would you say to someone out there who might be struggling with some um, identity issues? Um, even share with a little bit of like how maybe you gone through your identity issues and just what who was around you and how important it was for the friends around you that they were around you. I feel like it's still something that I'm going through. Not mm. even going to lie. Um, it's something that I'm working through very, very closely in the season with. Um, it's things that, I've, things that I'm doing now in order to combat this identity, like I don't know what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, have been just to really ask myself the question, like, who am I in Christ? Like, really? Like, mm. What do I really like? Mm. What are things that really interest me? Not because others like it, you know, but because I like it. Me and my um, friend Tabitha, who's also at SUFTL, we have been talking about it. Sorry, there's a plane. <laughs> there's a plane. <laughs> and it's gone. Um, we've been asking ourselves, like, hey, this song, do I like this song? No, I don't. Why am I listening to it? Or, you know what mm. I'm saying? Just things like that where you have. That's real. And you have to know, like, Read the word and see what it says, like what you really are, so you don't fall for things. You know That's what I'm saying? real. And so I would definitely just encourage people to just look in the word and see what God says about them and not fall for things just because other people are doing them, but just to, to really. That's so real. Yeah. That's so real. And in the past, with you being in Deltona and everything, what would you say to the girls around here especially, or maybe even the guys too, uh, just just the whole topic of relationships. I know you've been um, you've been <laughs> uh, we've been fishing for this, right? <laughs> uh, but you know, being single, uh, what would you say is this sort of like the beauty in um, just being singleness? Because if anybody I know model, models it well, it would be you, t- you Yami. So oh my <laughs> you know, a little compliment on the podcast, make it live. Yeah. Uh, 
So what do you think is the a beauty of, of singleness? Really? The beauty of singleness, wow. Um, I've honestly, I haven't been single a lot in my life. And uh, a lot of the times being single is seen as a bad thing. And this is honestly like 100% one of the first times I've been able to say like, hey, this is something that that I need, a, I need to fall in love with being single, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And just knowing that even if I am lonely at times, it doesn't mean that I'm not alone because God's with me. Mm. Um, it's, it's definitely something, I don't really know how to answer this question, sorry. Hold on. Can we pause? I'm sorry. No, no, we, we, can't, can, pause. we can't pause, it's real. Oh no! <laughs> it's real. Now every oh, no, answer is going to be off the bat. No, you're good. You're good. Because I know before you mentioned a little bit about, like, when you're single, you're able to a little bit, like, worship God even further since sometimes before. Oh, no. Hold on. I'm freaking like, out. Oh, she's freaking out. Wait. Freaking out. Can we pause it? Okay, we're pausing it. Are you sure? It's not paused on here, but. <laughs> All right. All right, Yami. Are you comfortable with being single? <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> You're not comfortable with being single. And I feel like this is so bad. <laughs> I almost didn't want to say it. Live with uh, Real Talk with Ramos. <laughs> but I just have to be vulnerable and not lie to you guys and just say that this has just been just those one of those times in my life where I'm like, you know, yes, I'm loving getting to know myself as a single woman, but it's also just you caught me at a wrong time, David, <laughs> where I'm just like, wow, like just thinking back and I'm just like, oh, like I just need to to really just learn to just be by myself mm -hmm. and I, I haven't been able to do it in the past quite honestly yeah. you know and I haven't been able to do it in the past and I I've gone a while now without like even dating dating or oh, talking wow. to anybody at all like literally at all like nobody and it's been different can I be honest with you yeah you're being honest because it's been different. Like I, I, I honestly haven't been in a like a time in my life where there hasn't been like somebody there. You okay. know what I mean? Whether somebody in a relationship or somebody just like in your DMs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, I, I like, know that. I and it's that. and it's just like whoa, like it's tough. Like for me, does that mean that I want to be talking to people or that I want to be in a relationship? Absolutely not, because mm. I know that I'm not ready to be in a relationship. Mm. And these are feelings of the flesh, to be quite mm. honest. These are feelings that, oh, wow, I'm going to be alone. Or, wow, like, I'm 20 and I haven't found somebody that I'm going to, like, be with for the rest of my life. And, like, no offense, but nobody in the program would be someone that I look at <laughs> as being somebody in my future. And I'm like, am I just, like, here just to, like, you know, I'm here to work on myself. Yeah. And that's something I I really need to absorb and, re and just, like, accept. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And has this been a hard time to accept that? Yeah. Not even going to lie. But I know that that's what I have to do. And in that, I have to find myself, like I said again, in Christ. And just really know that I'm not alone. That, I, that yeah, this is definitely a time to work on myself. To know who I really am. To know what I really like. To set my standards for the guy that I'm supposed mm. to be with. You know what I'm that's saying? Good. And good. and so this is going to be a tough season because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And eventually, I will be comfortable being by myself and single. Mm. So, I, I, I really, really liked what you said about the standards thing. Mm -hmm. And I really liked about what you said about the program thing. What do you think is going to keep you strong to those standards and not settling for what's around you? 
Well, you definitely have to set them. Like, their standards, you have to set them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know you know what you need. You know what you want. You know what God wants for you. You know mm. what is set um, in relationships. You know what lines you cannot cross. But Man. you have to accept them. And you have to know that, that you can't settle for less. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. At the end of the day, you need to... You cannot settle for less. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have to know that the person that you're going to be with, let's say for the rest of your life, is going to be somebody that, you know, is going to is gonna put God first and foremost, most important thing. And you have to know that there's certain things that can't, you can't go too far in, like you can't go too far sexually in, you can't go too far um, with a lot of things. Of um, what you say to it. Mm-hmm, of what you say, of what you do. And, uh, you know, it's different for different people. And you have to know what your personal convictions are. You have to know what... Um, you're not comfortable around, you have to know like what your temptations are in order to set your boundaries because your boundaries may, may be different. Um, let's say for me, who I've had a rough past with boys in the past where I have a lot of boundaries that I have to set because I, I'm easily tempted, right? Whereas someone who maybe is like a virgin, and I'm just being super real on Real Talks. Oh no, real. you gotta be real. Someone who's a virgin is gonna maybe not, I mean, maybe they will, who knows, you know? They can be more naive. Like, that, like I don't know, I don't know what people's boundaries are, but you just have to know what they are, and you have to set them. And you can't, you cannot let any of them slide because as soon as you do, then the rest of them fall apart. It's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's real. That's real. You know, someone once said uh, to me about the, you know, think of it not only if like some people think that they're just trying people out. You know, like if I was dating a girl, it's like, oh, we're just trying this out thing is, though, if it doesn't work out, congratulations, you just kind of tainted someone else's wife. Um, Yikes. Sure. I mean, yeah. that, that's yeah. real, though. That's what you, That's what I, I was just getting the no, vibe exactly. from you. No, exactly. Okay. Um, but, you know, with what you were saying, though, what are some boundaries that you feel like, you know, even right. to that virgin girl that you need to set with um, guys? Because, like, with guys, too, like, we can be naive. And honestly, nope. no, we don't even you. know what with, with us. Yeah. Like as a as a man, we don't even know what we're doing until it's already done, and that's mm-hmm. what sucks too. So, what do you think the boundaries go, and how do you feel like the guy and the girl can partner in enforcing those boundaries? Okay. Well, first of all, just starting off in a relationship, I'm gonna take it a little bit further back than you asked me, but oh, I feel go like it's go take it. I feel like you have to be friends with somebody before you can even talk about these things mm-hmm. in depth. You cannot say you like somebody one day and the next week, you know, you, no. I feel like you have to be friends with them for a while. And then um, after that, if you guys establish that you maybe have feelings for each other and that you want to pursue something, then that means that, hey, we've already been friends. We know what we like about it. You know what I mean? This is something that's more real and that's something that has a better probability of lasting, in my opinion. Or friends for five months like I'm doing. But. <laughs> oh, whatever. You know, uh, yeah. whatever works for you. <laughs> but, um... You know, once you get to that point where you're ready to start something, I feel like as soon as you start it, you have to set those boundaries there. Um, maybe sit together and write, be like, hey, this is this, 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 this. Like, just like make it open, make it known. I am a big believer that you have to tell your partner your expectations or they will never meet them. Um, and that's 100%. Well, at least for me that I found. Like, if that's you don't word. tell your partner what you expect out of a relationship, they will always let you down because they're human. They're not God. They're human. They are. And 
they will definitely let you down. So if you have something that you expect out of a relationship, you tell this person, hey, listen, I expect you not to touch me below the waist ever. And if you do, then we can't be together. That's just, sorry, like, I can't, I, I can't, I can't control myself past that point. Like, you've lost me. Like, don't do it. Okay, great. It's established. It's an expectation that is set. And now you already know what the outcome and the consequence of it if it happens. Um, and it goes both ways. So whatever it is, write it down and make it known. There's some people um, that establish things like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to kiss for the first five months of the rela relationship or whatever. Some people don't kiss until they're married. You know, just whatever you both agree on and come to just like a, a like, okay, this is comfortable for me. This is something that I'm willing to work with. Like, don't go crazy and be like, oh, you, you know, you know, don't be, you know, extra about it. Just, you know, set those boundaries, make them known. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. I love what you include about boundaries. Do you feel like when you put those boundaries in place, especially with the physicality of it, or not even the physicality, because I know finances come into a lot with relationships, especially at this age, um, do you feel like when you focus more on, like, when you respect those boundaries, you really get to know that person a lot more. That's why I had a, another interview with Jonathan Manning. Do you feel like the relationships in your past were you were more stricter on the boundaries that you actually felt like that relationship was a lot more healthy? Um, you know, honestly, I've never even been in a relationship like that. Really? Hundred percent. So, and you're uncomfortable. Well, just throwing back because it's a real. I I believe that the reason that my relationships haven't worked is because of this. Mm. And that's why I'm saying this. The reason my relationships have gone down the drain is because there was nothing set. And that's why I'm talking from experience. And I know that doing that would probably be the best thing to do in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like process of, process of elimination. You're like, that's not something that worked in the past and not setting boundaries. So I would set boundaries this time. And I feel like it would lead to a healthier relationship 100%, even whether it be physical stuff finances like who's paying for what like what's going on with this like family situations everything so i even think that sometimes when you say the boundaries i think i could even help with the foundation relationship mm -hmm. i think of a relationship as like um you guys building a bridge between mm -hmm. each other like you guys building a bridge and the moment you guys don't build a part of that bridge is the moment you step onto the mud and you start slipping mm -hmm. you start slipping yeah. and you start slipping and you start slipping until you go down, until you guys can't get back up anymore. Because it's sort of like every time you see that person, every time you touch that person, it's sort of like I said before, I, I know for at least for guys, I can speak on guys, mm -hmm. it's like we don't know what we did until it's already done. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't speak just for guys, but because uh, for girls as well. Yeah, and yeah. It's, just, it's just something, I think those boundaries really keep us conscious. Yeah. I really think it keeps us knowing the other person. It's like, who is uh, who is so and so? Who is so and so to me? I mean, I mm -hmm. talked to a married couple, and they said it was those boundaries, it was those yeah. one on one dates that really kept us. Like yeah. it was during a date where like my hands were above the table yeah. on the food. Exactly. That really like okay, I'm getting to know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, because because when you have these boundaries and there's nothing standing in the way and there's no unnecessary like fluff you know it's the real stuff you get to have real conversations mm -hmm. you really get to know the person and you don't have that awkward physical like weirdness yeah. like that you get uh-uh no it's better to just set those boundaries and have a real relationship amen to those boundaries girl yeah. all right so back on the you know uncomfortableness of the army being single uh <laughs> why <laughs> uh, i'm just kidding so 
So you think that um, basically what I'm getting is that you know that God, like what God has for you right now is more important than your flesh. Yes. And that's why I'm willing to just pick up my cross Wait. daily and go with it. And that's something with your relationships too, right? Yeah. What do you say to people whose assignment right now is school, but then they pick, especially college people, um, and not even just Christian-based college people with the rings to spring, like that's, people think that's just merely a Christian college, it's an illusion. I know people who fall, get hard into feelings in, in FIU, FAU, other colleges, Berkeley, all these other colleges, they fall straight into those feelings. What do you say to those people who have an assignment for God, and that assignment is to be a student, and then they sacrifice that assignment for a girl or a guy that was not in God's plan? I feel like at that point, you know what you're doing. Like, you're, you're making a bad choice. Like, you know what I'm saying? You've, you've fallen subject to what your flesh wants at that point. You know, if, if you're telling me that God has told this person to, to study and to focus on school or to do something in the ministry, and then the first person that comes up, they just slip and let it all go away and think that that's a better plan when God has a plan set before them, that's just, that's just a choice made out of flesh, and it's not something that you should do that's real that's real well before we wrap up i have one more question and it's more of actually a topic because i'm probably gonna get side questions you know okay uh, i forgot what's the, what they call those side questions again the side questions is uh something run it'll come to me in the next podcast but um so the question is you're a dreamer worship leader yes uh definitely you love it you're passionate about it what do you say is something you really had to do before you came here to be passionate about that about dream okay. in your life. Be, because we earlier we talked about you being in working in a place just like the one across the street, making big money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so even answer this too, or you can even start with this answer. How, would you ever put a price tag on a God dream? Would I put a price tag on it meaning like Would you say that I'm making too much money here to follow that God dream? I feel like I don't I don't have to make any money to follow, follow God's dream for my life, you know? And the passion that I have for worship is one that is it's undescribable and like when I worship God, like I it's it's just something that I do. I would do just my whole life without getting paid if that's your question. Yeah, no, no, it's good. So what would you say that really made you say, "Hey, I don't care about the money no more. What got you there?" Like what I mean, getting into SUFTL is that really what was in the back of your mind the whole time? It's like this God dream is worth way more than the money. At first, I was scared because I didn't, I didn't have faith in God, and that's why I got this job. If you guys don't know, I worked at um, Chase with credit cards, and I made a lot of money, and I was doing good um, because I was scared that I wouldn't have any money, and my parents were going through some stuff, and I just wanted to be a provider and all this stuff. But um, I didn't trust God. I didn't have faith. Um, and then I finally was able to just let go, trust God, have a moment of just, this isn't my life. Like, this isn't what I want to do. This is not even close to what I want to do. Just because I was making money, I was staying there for too long. And I was like, nope, this is it. Like, I, I have to go. And so I packed my bags and I came here mm. to SCFDL. And it's, um, it's just so worth it. It's so much better. And um, I just, I have such a passion for it. And it's not even about, like, the singing anymore, which I've, come to realize because at first when I was uh, working with the kids I was like why am I working with kids ew like <laughs> I was just not having it and I was like listen I just want to be like worshiping 
worshiping and I, I had to search my heart and really understand that worshiping is not even about singing it's not even about being on a stage it's not even about knowing the keys to a song or knowing what what friggin riff or run to do in the song it's not even about that it's literally just about being with God all the time and communicating with him and just praising him you know what I mean mm -hmm. and your everyday life like just with everything that you do so do everything you do as if it's for the Lord yeah Exactly. Great scripture. Got me through high school or I would have failed. Um, but so in that sense, um, is that kind of what kept you? That's a mantra that kept you going through kids ministry? Like I know we talked earlier about kids ministry. You want to say a little bit more live, go a little deeper about how you shifted your mind to be like, oh my gosh, these kids to like, it's kids ministry. Mm -hmm. It's for the Lord. Um, It was tough. It was tough, man. It was tough. <laughs> like, I really didn't, oh, I did not want to work with kids. I was so upset. I worked with kids over the summer, and then I worked with kids again, and I was like, oh, what do they think? I like kids. I really don't. And um, it was it was tough. But um, after a while, I just, I started reading this verse in the Bible. I do not remember what verse it was. It was probably a psalm, because I've been reading um, all of the psalms. They're just great. But um, And it was talking about um, something about a, the love of a child or how we need to have the like love for God like um, a child like a child childlike love for God and like mm -hmm. I just started thinking about all the kids and I just started crying like I was just on my bed I was like oh my god <laughs> and I just it kind of clicked for me and I'm just like I need to love these kids like you know just like I would love um, that like motorcycle can... sound yeah, <laughs> that motorcycle sound bless that man did it pass yet yeah oh, okay continue <laughs> Um, just like I would love like anybody that I'm trying to to reach. I love the kids the same even more, you know And uh, they really need love because it starts it starts there, you know It's that's where it starts. That's where their love for God can begin or it can end like mm. It's so serious like I, I I was just throwing it around and then I realized like the delicacy of it like just the like the fragileness of it like this is very serious it's not a game this it's is not a game that I, use. I haven't said it but that's no my motto. that's real though that's my motto of life it's not a game and these these kids like they go through so many things and they have adult problems and they and they come and talk to you about it and i'm like this is this is definitely not something that i need to take lightly this is not something that i need to oh, oh brush off because i don't like this is literally the beginning of their lives and i can have an impact on them and I will have an impact on Yeah, them, and so. for sure. I mean, this is Broward. I'm not going to lie. If there's one city where these kids, um, the younger you get, the, the they, these kids face stuff that we go through. Yeah. It's definitely this city. I've never seen or witnessed a city that was like, you have five-year-olds dealing with the same things that people 25-year-olds deal with. Mm -hmm. um, divorce. I mean, assault. Yeah. Um, different things. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's such a young age. and the influences around them is not that good. No. Like I had a fifth grader, you know, telling me about the double XL class freshman asking me who the best one was. And I'm like, you shouldn't be watching oh. this. <laughs> but um, yeah, any final thoughts, Yami, before we get, we uh, air off? Just that we're all in a season, but I believe that it's just God taking us through it and teaching us things and making us grow and. And it's really a time where we just need to absorb his word and really just, just, you know, not see everything like, oh, this is, this is one moment and it's, it's bad. It's a bad moment. And we're just freaking out because of it. But look at the big picture. You know what I mean? Because God has everything orchestrated and he has a bigger plan. 
and it might seem like the world's ending now, but it's all for a purpose, and it's gonna, it's everything's gonna be worth it. So just to keep your head up, whoever's out there, keep your head up. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't feel discouraged. Just oh yeah. Keep going. And actually, yeah, I'm getting some more questions in my mind. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep uh, asking yeah, questions. Yeah, keep asking. Mind. She's I on the like roll. There's more questions. Yeah, that you I do. Um, just keep thinking what, about it. What them. would you say to someone who hasn't really? There's a dream in their heart, and it's something burdening them, burdening them, but they're so comfortable in where they're at right now Ooh. that they want to go. Ooh. Yes, that's Ooh. good. Okay. God doesn't call us to be comfortable. Mm. He doesn't call us to stay where we're at. He wants bigger things for us. He wants us to chase our dreams. He, and he has bigger dreams than we have for ourselves. Oh, like, yeah. It's, 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 you know, you can stay somewhere and be comfortable and, and just live your life nonchalantly and be an average Joe. But God wants us to be kingdom builders. He wants us to be make disciples of people. He wants us to really impact the world and make a difference and really really love him with all our hearts so you know i would say if you have a dream go for it make sure that it aligns with god's plan though that's very important you know you can't just do something because you have a feeling and then just you know what i mean yeah this has to be something that maybe god put in your heart and that um you've been wanting to do for a long time and you've been afraid of it and it's just a dream so big that you would never be able to do it on your own mm. you know but god can do it for you you know what i'm that's saying good. he can take can take everything and make it so much better so just trust him align with his plan and go for it and he's not gonna let you down so there's well, that. i mean i was gonna ask another question but i feel like you answered it so i guess sprinkle put the sprinkles on that cupcake um what would you tell yourself a year from now like not a year from now a year ago if you're face right oh. face to face a year oh no i'm not gonna okay. cry i would tell myself that my life doesn't end here. My life isn't what I think it's going to be. It's going to take a huge turn and that I don't need to settle and that I don't need to feel like, you know, it's going to, it's just going to be the end and that I'm just going to be stuck because, you know, as soon as we take leaps of faith, you know, God's going to carry us and he's going to protect us and he's going to, you know, really make sure that we, we're under his wings. So, I would just tell myself that, hey, like, you're going to make it out of the situation. And I did make it out of the situation. So, yeah. Hallelujah. All right. That's a wrap, guys. This is Real Talk with Ramos of your uh, special guest, uh, Yami Toro. And this is your host, David Ramos, signing off. <laughs>